rising up. That's what you're saying, on, right? Rising up, back on Nut Scream. Did my time, fought the Beast Wars. Pant the distance, now I'm back on Cybertron. Just, Just a, a bot. bot. <laughs> and his will to maximize. It's the, it's the eye, eye of the, of the Matrix. <laughs> oh. I have the I have the Matrix flows better. Too much energy. Is one of them a squid? Titor, what have you done? Blah 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. <laughs> it's like. Throw her into the compactor. <laughs> well, you don't need this anymore. Why do you always talk to yourself? I simply have a pension for intelligent conversation. Yeah, Say Calabar! No! Say Calabar! <laughs> no! And vehicons. Welcome to another episode of Too Much A. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Too Much Ager J. <laughs> okay. You can leave that in if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, should I just keep going? Yeah, yeah, why not? Welcome to another episode of Too Much Energy. <laughs> Too Much Energy today. Okay. This the is episode... where we talk about Beast <laughs> this is it folks this is episode 60 of too much energon this is what we have devolved into <laughs> 60 60 episodes 62 plus hour episodes of uh just doing this and this is this is where we're at yeah this is this is where we're at uh, if, you, if you're listening to the audio version i'm literally wearing 3d glasses right now <laughs> Christopher Siege is joining us in the third dimension, folks. So if you want to see if you want to see that in living color, come check us out on YouTube. Or in red and blue, as the case may be. Yeah. <laughs> Just in red and blue. That's enough. Coming it tricks from the my third, eyes into <laughs> coming from the third dimension where things are polygonal and monochromatic. And everything yes. looks red. And blue, but never purple. <laughs> <laughs> That's just crazy. What are, what are we? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm one of your hosts, Neo Cal. Uh, four uh, minutes into the intro, <laughs> hey. <laughs> and I am your other host, Christopher Siege. Howdy, folks. <laughs> howdy, y'all. And uh, what are we? Uh, what are we doing? Howdy. We're watching. We're watching Beast Machines, specifically, <laughs> specifically uh, season one, episode nine which is Revelations Part 3, Apocalypse. Uh, I was expecting scarier things. <laughs> uh, like like the end of Planet Megatron, perhaps? Not the end of Planet Megatron, but we do actually get like a nice little uh, uh, flashback, spiritual vision quest flashback to Planet Energon, even though it looks nothing like Planet Energon. It's a little... Was it supposed to be Planet Energon? I think okay. it was, yeah, yeah. No, but, it was uh, trippy. It scared me. <laughs> there's, a, there's scary shit in this episode. I'm just going to say it. But uh, 
Yeah, before before we uh, we jump into Planet Megatron, uh, what's going on, Cal? How we doing? What's going on? Um, well, those maybe it's the same in other countries, but in order to see a doctor in Western Canada, one has to download something like Cloud MD or uh, telemedicine. And not, wait in a queue. Oh. Not not to be confused with WebMD, which is a website that will basically tell you, no matter what is wrong with you, you have cancer. And it's only right partial, partially. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. through processes of, of elimination, it's got to be right at least some of the time, right? I mean, that's true. Think of how many lives it's saved by people being worried that they have cancer, and then they do. Doing God's work, that WebMD. Anyway. Somebody has to. <laughs> someone has to. God's certainly not going to do it. I guess in BC and Ontario, those are provinces up here in Canada. Yeah. Um, For the American listeners, which I see the data, it's most of you. Yeah. Um, telemedicine and cloud MD are only available in BC and Ontario. That's weird. So if you're in any of the other provinces or territories, get fucked. I go wait in the line, which they don't do anymore. You have to book. It's so hard to to talk to a professional nowadays. Uh, for the for the American listeners, uh, uh, BC and Ontario like are quite geographically far yeah. from one another. So there there's a bit of geographic discrepancy. BC is above Washington there. State. BC is above Washington State. Ontario is above, well, a lot of states. The, the lakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Michigan, Michigan, New York, et cetera, et cetera. It's up there. It's a big old chunk of Canada. I don't know any other any of the other states that it borders off the top of my head. I, I can't think of anything. Uh Illinois. Uh maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go we'll go with yeah. that. Sure. <laughs> it, it, it's around there. It's around there. Uh, a shout out to uh, to friend of the show and uh, co-host on another one of our podcasts, uh, Alphanumeric, uh, uh, Lady Glitch. She is in Chicago right now. Oh, that's right. So yeah, some she, people... She, she uh, I messaged me some photos earlier. Some people fly across the, the country or drive or Perhaps she's the flying country. over Chicago, regardless. Something like that. Something she, like that. Some people go across the country and pay a lot of money so that they can run. Yep. That I I don't understand it, but uh <laughs> but god damn it I respect it. <laughs> but uh but but god damn it if it if it's fulfilling to you then uh yeah uh, then then dare to dream. Yeah, exactly. It it always perplexed me like I mentioned one um Mentioned to a broader group of friends, oh, hey, I've got this like Cheetor and I've got this like Scorponok or whatever. And they're like, oh, I buy like, like higher quality, like, you know, like posable like figurines. Uh, and I'm like, Ooh. Being, being and you know, the ones like the, the four hunt, like the, or the, the unmovable kind of like, uh, uh, like statue-esque 
like little little thingies, right? Yeah, or like like hot toys type deal where the figures are like three hundred dollars and they're, they're three hundred dollars, like, they have interchangeable heads and different hands like, and you pose them. Yeah, they're like a foot tall. They have they're wearing That's like what fabric they were talking about. clothing. Yeah, like yeah. real fabric and, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That and it's just like that shit's cool and all, but like I don't make fun of you <laughs> for owning those. <laughs> so don't make fun of me for having Transformers. God, they should see my spread on my desk right here. Holy shit. And also... I'm running out of room. There's a quantity I had to move. quality okay. thing. So in the video oh. frame here, you can see my tank or my, my thrilling th Generations Thrilling 30 tank or uh, it, <laughs> mint in box and my War for Cybertron Kingdom Rhinox figure that I just got recently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you can see them in the frame. I actually had to move so much shit, so many Transformers <laughs> around, just so, like, they would be the only figures in frame. Yeah. So, I got a... They're by his lot, feet. Got a lot <laughs> going on. to the here. wall. <laughs> <laughs> got some of them under my shirt, you know? Yeah. Is that a... Uh, is that a, a gorilla in your pants, or are you just happy to banana me? I don't know. <laughs> Is, is there was a that, joke in there somewhere it it fell apart is that is that a rhinox in your pants or are you just horny <laughs> or are you just horny <laughs> is that uh garbage in your pants or uh do i just see myself i don't i i, I get like 80 percent of the way there because <laughs> rhinox has a horn it's true <laughs> he does anyway so your uh your friends were being smug sons of bitches it was just like, oh, well, I prefer not to have like a lot of cheap things. I prefer to just have a few like higher quality, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like they, these aren't exactly like dollar store figures here. Like Transformers aren't exactly cheap nowadays. No, like uh, my my kingdom Megatron was 70 bucks. That's right. Like, like he looks phenomenal. Yeah, he looks great. Hell, the reissue of the OG Beast Wars Megatron was also 70 bucks, which that's, that's wild. That's right, me. yeah. Because, because that shit was $30 Canadian back in 1996. But uh, Whoops, I accidentally shrunk myself. There we go, folks. Why would you do that? I can't believe I'd, I've done that. Why would anyone do that? Why oh, would Rhinox do that? Why would Rhinox do that? Oh, I guess he doesn't. <laughs> No, he, what does he do? He breaks bad. That's what he does. This one like fucked my head up a bit. Not in a bad way. In like watching and trying to understand like the third Matrix movie. <laughs> way. Yeah, and not yeah. in a, I'm just watching it to like make fun of it way. In a serious like, okay, let's figure this out. Well, uh, listeners, if you want to hear us talk about the Matrix, uh, subscribe to the Lasercomb Patreon, patreon.com slash lasercomb. At the $25 tier, you get a whole bunch of cool stuff, but you also get a monthly commentary track. The latest one was about uh, the first Matrix film. We're going to be recording another one about the Matrix Reloaded pretty soon. And then yeah. one about the Matrix Revolutions in the month of November. I, I'm so fucking stoked. Leading I... into December the release of the matrix resurrections i so anyone familiar with me at all knows i'm a big fan of the matrix thus my handle 
We we talked about it uh, quite a bit uh, a few episodes all the time. Back. <laughs> well, a few episodes back specifically when the yeah. trailer for the uh, Matrix Resurrections got released, we talked about it on this show. And somehow I convinced Christopher uh, to to uh, do more than just the first Matrix movie. So no, no, Ma- Ma- uh, Christopher Siege likes the the Matrix too, and he's stoked for it. I do. It was my idea. I was it like, was. fuck it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck it. Let's just do all three. I, hell, I'm like, let's do the Animatrix, too. Why not? I, I love all the... You know what's great? Everything in the Matrix is canon. The comics are canon. The Animatrix is canon. The fucking Matrix Online is canon. I love it. We've already yeah, The Matrix Online, a game you can't even play anymore in 2021. Many of you, you probably haven't been, didn't know existed. You haven't been able to play that shit. Since 2009, when the, the servers got taken offline, and yet that shit is canon. You know, I didn't pre-order it, and I didn't get Morpheus's glasses. It was always, always a little bit uh, salty about that. I recently acquired a couple of pairs of Morpheus-style glasses. You so, sure did. <laughs> so keep an eye out for that. Uh, do we want to jump into it? This is yeah. uh, episode 60 of Too Much Energon, where we are talking about the ninth episode, as Cal mentioned, of Beast Machines. Revelations Part 3, Apocalypse, with an exclamation mark, according God to Wikipedia. Right. Oh, <laughs> it, has an, it has an exclamation <laughs> mark? Apparently it has an exclamation mark, according to Wikipedia, which feels wholly unnecessary, given the episode, but uh, it originally aired on November 13th, 1999. Uh, this episode picks up immediately after where part two left off, which is um, Jetstorm. With Jetstorm has... ripping the soul out of Black Arachnia. Yeah, Jetstorm has ripped the spark out of Black Arachnia, and like her lifeless body just lay limp, and Night Scream is still there screaming, No! Yeah. And Jetstorm fucks off with uh, uh, Black Arachnia spark and the, the spark canister and uh uh night scream like gives chase flies after him yeah and uh thrust is kind of looking on at black arachnia's lifeless body being like hmm and i'm like what are you up to there bud (laughs) (laughs) i mean okay there's nothing wrong with that because she's dead right and i mean she she she's a machine, so it's not like she's going to decompose or anything. She's not going to start to rot. No, still warm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's uh, let's move on from this topic. <laughs> oh, the uh, the big reveal at the end of the last one was that uh, Tankor is Rhinox. Tankor is Rhinox. Rhinox is Tankor. I I, I was going to try and string that into something else, but. Uh, I, I couldn't think of anything. Well, anyway, uh, we're joining we're joining uh, Primal in front of the Stargate again. Yeah, the uh, the 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 Oracle of the Matrix, and he's in his like Lotus pose, uh, telling the the Oracle that, uh, oh, uh, I don't listen, lady. I don't doubt the wisdom you're you're spouting at me. But I don't really understand it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, so help, 
so help a monkey out. <laughs> yeah, helping a help a gorilla man out yeah. over here. <laughs> and uh and uh she does it they do yeah sort yeah. of yeah he goes um, on a vision quest that uh as i mentioned a few minutes ago i think it's supposed to be planet energon it's an organic looking planet it looks nothing like planet energon from beast wars but i'm what if, I'm ge- guessing what if that's supposed to be what cybertron it, what if this was cybertron because Shit. in the um, <laughs> because in the vision quest, man, this is this is where it starts fucking with my head. He sees plants grow out of the ground as he's walking on like verdant green hills, right? And they're the heads of the other Maximals that grow out of the plants, right? Like right. sunflowers opening up, and he hears Cheetor's voice say, "Oh, Maximus." Um, I'll start Maximus <laughs> Russell Crowe <laughs> father of a murdered son <laughs> husband of a murdered wife and I will have my revenge no my vengeance sorry anyways welcome to our gladiator in this fabulous uh, uh, jock strap and cape it's, that, uh, jo- that, that jock strap that uh, Stephen or uh, no um, John Oliver on last week tonight, uh, actually purchased and sent to one of the last blockbuster <laughs> stores in, uh, I think it was Anchorage, Alaska. I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in an effort to keep the store open, which failed. But, yeah, what uh, you gonna do? But the owner kept that 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 jock strap. Damn it! You're goddamn right. <laughs> and hey. um, what's happening here in the the Vision Quest? Oh, um, mechanical like. Like technological vines rip out of the ground and technorganic even. Yeah, and hold primal down. They wrap yeah. around his arms and legs, and they also wrap around the uh the plant stalks where the sunflower maximals are, and like choke them and change them from organic to um mechanical. Right. And it seems they, they cry out in pain. As they kind of like collapse as if they're dying. Yeah, and like the, the faces of the Maximals like all melt away and Yeah. Look, this is your fault, or what they, they're saying things, demoralizing things as they're wilting. Yeah. You failed us, Optimus. Just like you failed Cybertron. Yeah, just uh just shit talking Optimus, you know. Yeah, and he screams at into the void. How can I stop this? Tell me. So we hmm. we we cut back to um to to Cheetor and Rattrap and Tankor slash Rhinox, and uh, the the Maximals are trying to reach Tankor or trying to reach Rhinox through Tankor, and Tankor is kind of just being silent. But they're like, uh, Rhinox, is that you? And he's like, "It's your old buddy, Red Trap." Yeah. Right, Knox, <laughs> Cheetor, <laughs> Red Trap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so dumb. It's uh, it's corny and expected. Yeah, yeah. And he ends up yelling because his mind is like a little bit confused, and he ends up just going, "Tank or destroy!" And so. Presumably, Tankor wins the 
the battle of the minds that's going on there and just attacks Tank, them. Tank or destroy Catbot, pulverize Mousebot. <laughs> and then, yep, he attacks them. Um, it's and, kind of. And some tank drones show up and offer backup. Y- yeah. Tank drones show up, and then there's a throughout the whole episode, they're hiding on these this like bridge arch. I guess. It's yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. We're we're not there yet, but they end up uh, uh, hiding on top of this arch, and uh, Cheetor makes. I thought it was funny. Cheetor actually makes the line. He's like, "Man, I really uh, miss my my thruster jets." Oh yeah. I like that. I was like, I was like, huh, fun, fun callback to to Transmetal uh, One Cheetor. His first. I mean, I'd miss them too. I know, and I was thinking about that. Like, can you imagine, on a conscious level, like, can you imagine being a like completely purely like land based creature, and then actually having the ability to fly, and then just having that taken away. That would be so strange. I'm not trying to go all like stoner philosophical here, 420 philosophy here, but that was just Velociraptor. <laughs> Velociraptor. Yeah, yeah philo- that's an ancient meme right there. Right? It's an old that's meme. That's how old we were. We it's remember an... when Velociraptor was hip and cool. It's an older meme, sir, but it checks out. Yeah. Which is funny because that's an older <laughs> meme too, but it, it persists. That is. Yeah, that that is. I I like that meme, <laughs> the the meme of the the dude from Star Wars from uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it's an older meme, sir, but it checks out. I I love it. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of hiding on these archways as yeah, they're being th- shot at. Nothing really else to say there, is there? No, and oh, the, they Brad faces. Ratraps is the one cool thing. He's like, oh, how nice that uh, Tankor ended up being one of our friends. Can you imagine if he had been recycled from a Predacon? And I'm like, oh, hey. I know the way he yells that was almost like Dinobot-esque. It, it was almost like yeah. Scott McNeil was like channeling some of his Dinobot voice there when he yeah, said it was, that. I was from like, Predacon. From a Predacon. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Ratrap, you, you could be scary. Calm down, Ratrap. Calm down. It's your buddy Cheetor. Yeah. What's happening and, here? Is this the the joust between um, Jetstar? Uh, uh, Tankor. So they're they're discussing about how they need to figure out a way to like to 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 bring Rhinox to bring out uh, Tankor's inner Rhinox. Um, and Tankor is like uh like he's at the base of this like uh like golden arch. A bunch of arches. It's not not golden, but like the golden arches, you know? So like he's at the base of one of these arches and it's like trying to, uh, he like has like a saw attachment to one of his arms, which. (laughs) Yeah. And he's, he's like trying to saw his way through it, which I'm like, dude, you have control over like an army of tank drones. Just like, like one, why are you even fucking around with this? Just shoot. Like just order them to start shooting at Cheetor and Rattrap on the top of this thing, or shoot the base. The the base. Don't of they the... do that later in the episode? I I don't know. <laughs> it's they... weird. He's got a saw, and damn it, you know when you have something and you look for an excuse to use it. 
That's uh, what's happening there with Tankor. I mean, that's why I podcast because I have this mic and webcam. So I'm like, yes, that's might the as well order do something. That's the order of operations. It's just <laughs> like, man, I have this podcasting mic and this webcam. Fuck yeah, I might as well use it. I might as well do something with it. <laughs> Anyone who ever heard the the original uh, episode of first episode of Too Much Energon uh, will know that is very much not the case. And uh, if you didn't, well, it no longer exists. So goodbye. We, we, we re-recorded that, and uh, I, I replaced the original recording with that re-recorded version that we did almost a fucking year ago at this point. Um. Wow. Uh, yeah, I replaced the original with the re-recorded version, and I don't even think I have uh, a backup of that original Gone first episode of Too Much Energon. So, rip in peace. Rip in peace. I, I think the one we did over that is more humorous. <laughs> well, we, we had we, fun with it. We, we kind of knew what we were doing by that point. But anyway, point is, the, the original uh, first uh episode of too much energy on uh i i was using not a great mic and yeah didn't sound great i was great. using the, the headset of this and it was it was a thing we've we've moved on <laughs> we we've have grown. upgraded we, we we've grown as podcasters and as men <laughs> let's not it's not let's not get too crazy here we, we we've grown as maximals damn it i think so we we now see uh megatron's vision of technological perfection yeah and it's beautiful what this chaos this chaos in having your own free thoughts wouldn't everything just be so much smoother and more peaceful if free will didn't exist and we were all just as one we were all the borg i mean yes the borg don't fight each other they don't the, they, the borg they don't get divorced they they oof ooh <laughs> ooh uh, uh, oh jeez oh. <laughs> uh, the borg don't murder they there's no there's no borg aside in borg society there's no envy. There's no jealousy. They just work together as one. They just work together. So uh, you know what? Megatron might be onto something here. Yeah. Maybe in the uh, Transformers uh, Star Trek crossover movie, um, those two can get together and come up with a plan. Oh, man. Could you imagine, like... What would happen if the Borg tried to assimilate Megatron? Like, which way do you think it would go? Like, would they assimilate him? Or, like, would, would he become part of the collective? Or would they assimilate him and, like, something would... He'd send something out. Oh, and, shit. Like, he He'd would, infect like, them. He, he would infect them. Like, like, Borg nanoprobes would enter his body, but then, like, he would use that as a way to, like infect the borg collective and take them over which is he's technically done something very similar i know yeah shit i want to see this now i it's it's <laughs> fan fiction time <laughs> and then the borg would have to go to the maximals and the federation 
and team up with them because they do do that rarely, right? As long as it serves their best interest. Yeah. And they go to the In Federation Voyager, and the Maximals yeah. to beat this because um, Megatron has taken over a number of like Borg cubes and spheres and, and stuff. And they, they severed the link between the ones that are taken over, but now they need help stopping him. We are Borgatron. Yes. <laughs> we are Borgatron. We are one. I've set my sights higher on simple planets like Cybertron. Yes. <laughs> now I wish to rule the entire Delta Quadrant. Yes. And add its technological and organic or biological distinctiveness to my own. <laughs> this is, this is, it writes itself, basically. It kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to see this. <laughs> Damn, what have I done? <laughs> what have we done? Well, back to reality. <laughs> that, that fanfic coming soon from Lasercomb, uh, Lasercomb Productions. Except I, probably not. I could, except probably not. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be like one of the many things on uh, this or any of the other shows that we do where we're like, okay, hey, we're doing this. And then we just don't. I think it's been obvious when we say we're going to do something when it, when we don't, <laughs> which is basically man, everything. Man, no, we, that's not true. We've, look, we've, Listeners, we, we do many of these shows. So much so that I don't have time to do much else. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But that's how we like it. That is that is how we like it. And Point you know is, how... when, when am I going to have time to write fanfic? But I might have some time. Oh, shit. I'm kind of super interested in this now. You know, we could release that as a podcast, as like an audio drama. <laughs> You're like, has this been done? Googling it. I'm actually writing. Google, Google Tron. Terrorize. Okay. Yeah. I you got it. Notes. All right. So, yeah, if audio listeners just heard me frantically tapping, I, uh, Wrote a quick couple sentences on uh, a premise of what we were just talking about. You know, I actually, um, I, I, I studied creative writing in university. I, I'm sure I've mentioned this at some point on the show, but uh, one of the fourth year classes that I took was actually uh, writing audio drama. Oh, really? Um, I've done some radio play. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've actually there was a uh, there was a a script. It, this was a, a funny sequence of events, but I wrote a script originally in that class as a uh, f as a audio drama, and then I ended up repurposing it as a screenplay in another class. And uh, the screenplay I ended up getting an A minus on, and it's one of one of the uh, it 
it's one of the pieces of writing I'm most proud of. Although going back to it, some of the humor is kind of dated and cringy because I wrote it like 15 years ago and it was very you much. You keep it. It, it was very much like the, the sense of humor in it was very much like uh, like crass comedy of like the mid 2000s. Uh, but I've I've been toying with the idea for the past like 10 years or so of going back and turning it back into an audio drama. And now I feel like we with all the recording we've been doing for the past like year plus now, I feel like and now I'm actually in a position where I could do something like that. Yeah, I, I love doing voices and getting into character and I playing shit out like that well i don't think anyone who is listening to this show right now will doubt that given all of the ridiculous impressions that uh we've been doing on this show for the past 60 episodes yeah it's like wait a second who am i trying to convince here anybody that's listened to us or christopher <laughs> yeah cheers <laughs> yeah. oh that would be rad um I need to start uploading to YouTube and my, my partner and I, um, we'll play a story game together and we will do the voices of all the characters. And I'm like, why, even if it's just for us, not actually to monetize anything or whatever, it's like, why, right. why aren't I recording that and uploading it? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, I, I'm actually excited about uh, I have not done script or radio play eh, some radio play writing, but I want to do a I want to do a little scenario of a little uh little radio play of the scenario that we just painted. I mean All we right. kind of just did. <laughs> All right. I'm excited. All right. You know you know another thing we should do is uh we should go and re-record the voices of the Maximals and Predacons in War for Cybertron Kingdom. Just like a little like scene where they're all talking back and forth, like when they're on the Ark? Yeah, yeah. Oops. Spoilers? No, not really. Yeah. Whoop-de-doo, the fucking Ark is in... Of course it is. <laughs> if anyone has seen Earthrise and they haven't seen Kingdom yet, like... First off, why haven't why haven't you watched Kingdom yet? That shit's been out for a couple months now. And two, like you know that the Ark crash landed on Planet Energon at the end of Earthrise. And if you don't know, then it's not ruining anything for you because then you don't know what the Ark is, and that also means that you're probably not listening to us talk about this anyway. Exactly. You're not tuning in because you watched Beast Machines and missed Beast Wars. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. We're having, we're having but, fun here. <laughs> but yes, I, I, we could do something like that. I would definitely be Megatron. Yes. In that show. We could, I, uh, we could enlist the aid of some, some people that we know. We could. Yeah. Yeah. We, we both do rat trap to varying degrees. Uh, I, I'd say you do rat trap better than I do. Could do. Okay. So I'll do rat trap. I could do Rhinox. In, uh, I could do trucker rhinox. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I could mess around and come up with a primal voice. 
I think do you I have any do. youthful vigor? I, I can do Tigatron. I think I could do Primal pretty well. Yeah. I think I've I, yeah. I think my voice has the the I, I think I could bring out the gravitas needed. We we definitely need a Cheetor like because our voices are a little too deep. Hmm. Uh what about Duncan? I don't know if he'd be down, but yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Duncan can be Cheetor. <laughs> yeah, Duncan can be Cheetor. Uh, There's so many characters that interact with that. It's just fun when they're all in the on the bridge. Yeah. Oh, love it. Yeah. See, plans we, coming together. Yeah, we could we could probably do a better job than the uh, the the people in that show. Oh, yeah. definitely, <laughs> without <laughs> and, question. And, and I say that being someone who like, uh, if anyone listening to this has listened to episode 50 of too much energy you would have heard that we were actually a lot kinder on the voice acting than a lot of transformers fandom out in the wild like for the most That's, part it, yeah. it's not for the most part it's not too bad it, it's varying degrees it's um, varying degrees but um they grow on you yeah like at but, first i was like uh dinobot and then after like 15 seconds of listening to his ta- him talk i'm like yeah yeah I like, I like this dinobot yeah that 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 rapper uh chris kalika i think his name is or something like that uh he he did a good job i, I like he doesn't sound like a lot of them don't sound like the original voice actors of beast wars and beast machines but they still sell the character and i think that's important when you're doing voice acting of an established character and you're a new voice actor yeah you have to know the character and dinobots voice actor i i feel like that guy grew up watching beast wars just saying probably can you imagine how stoked if he was like a fan how stoked he would have been well we talked about this on We, uh, we did yeah on uh episode 50 of too much energy on i was like that guy is a rapper who like he, like he's been in the biz for like something like 20 years like i feel like and he's kind of a get for that show because the rest of the actors are like kind of nobodies for the most part amateur uh, up and comers yeah yeah or just like non-union voice actors who like that they do a lot but it's in like it's like minor roles in animes and whatnot, but like he was kind of a get for that show. So I feel like he was in it. He must, like he must've had his agent call someone up and be like, Hey, you're going to have Dinobot in this new Transformers cartoon. I want to be motherfucking Dinobot. Hell I'll do that shit for free. (laughs) And they're just like, what? Uh, uh, Oh, okay. I I've been it. waiting for the. I've been waiting for this for twenty over twenty years. Damn it! Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so who's gonna voice Night Scream? Uh, <laughs> well, he's not in Kingdom, so we don't need to. Oh, who? <laughs> I know, right? That's a we dodged a bullet right there. Yeah. Uh, what happens? Oh, speaking of Night Scream, back to the show. Yeah, Night Scream um, like Night Scream's di- chasing Jetstorm. Yeah, he's 
He's chasing Jetstorm, who has the uh, the spark canister that has Black Arachnia spark in it. And he like does like a dive bomb type thing and grabs it with his feet and then yeah. flies away. And uh, Jetstorm chasing, yeah, yeah, Jetstorm chases him. Uh, this piece of music here—it's been in a couple of other episodes now. I really like it, and I think it's just Night Scream's theme because it always plays. It's the one that's he... kind of like. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 hype. Yeah, I like this music. And I it always plays when Night Scream is in a chase, so I think it's just his theme. Oh, good good observation. Yeah. And uh, what happens here? He basically completely outmaneuvers Jetstorm. Jetstorm's faster, so Night Scream flies, crashes through a window. It's very Matrix love. <laughs> Like crashes through a window, which I think is how the Matrix opens with Trinity. Yeah, when she's running on the rooftops. And um, Jetstorm's faster, but he can't maneuver in the small corridors of this factory or building that he's in. And he yeah. ends up crushing Jetstorm by tricking him going into a uh, an elevator shaft, kind of. Because mm. this platform like falls and sandwiches him. Yep. Oh, yep. One of the one of the advantages to uh, uh, being an organic flyer as opposed to a jet flyer. Suck it, Jetstorm. Oh, uh, <laughs> speaking of speaking of jets, Jetstorm uh, uh, says the the line uh, just before this, like when the chase first start gets started. Jetstorm says he's like, "Hey, you're pretty fast, kid, but around here, I'm Top Gun." I, I knew that you would <laughs> you would mention that. I they had fun writing this. Jetstorm's fun. Yeah, he's like the he's the, the charismatic, charismatic, flamboyant villain. Yeah. yeah, I like him. I like him. And then Jetstorm screaming when Night Scream all scream for ice cream. <laughs> Nights. The night storm. Okay, folks, I've had enough. <laughs> um, so night, night storm night, and <laughs> and jet night, scream. Uh and uh uh thrustor. <laughs> Store and tank knocks <laughs> and rat tor and cheat rat. They all <laughs> get together and and, and Cheeto bot. Optotron, Black Arac, Black Black Araculus. <laughs> That's actually kind of good. That's Araculus? not bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Black Araculus. Scorposaur. Oh, I can use these. I can use these. Uh, taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> There may be some Borg fusion shenanigans in the screenplay. Uh, some some play. Borg some Borg fusors, if you will. Nobody asked for it, but <laughs> you're gonna get it, um, whether you want it or not. But yeah. Uh, speaking of something that I don't want, the very hilarious joke. Jetstorm is screaming as he's being crushed by the platform, and. Um, what does he say? Um, 
oh, Night Scream puts his hand to his ear and he's like, C sharp. And then it slams and crushes him. And he goes, or B flat. That music to my ears. And I'm like, (laughs) they gone. No one else was around to hear that. (laughs) I mean, the audience is. And then we cut to very it, it's, matrix. It's a music joke. Music nerds are are probably gonna chuckle at that. If Lady Glitch was here, she would have a hearty guffaw. Yep. Or she would also clutch her chest and go, ugh. <laughs> I, I feel like she'll find it funny. Yeah. If she watches we, this, uh let us know. Let us know yeah, in the let comments. Let us know how hilarious and great of a character Night Scream is. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, he catches up with uh, Thrust, who is just uh, wheeling around in motorcycle mode with uh, Black Arachnia's lifeless body on his back. Yeah. She splayed out in a very, like, um, um, flattering position. And I feel like a dead body wouldn't be sitting that elegantly. Like on top of like a, a bouncing like vehicle moving like two hundred miles per hour. Well, he uh, he he clearly likes Black Arachnia, so he was That's trying true. to he was trying to take care with her uh, her lifeless corpse, which is literally yeah, so. What do the opposite of what we thought. <laughs> do the opposite of what we thought he was going to do. And they fight, and the fight's pretty brief, and and good. Like the choreography is getting better in the show. And I guess Thrust has a grappler arm that he can shoot. Have we yeah. seen that before? I feel like we've seen that before. We we have seen that before. You know what else we've seen before is oh Night God, Scream's ta- taser want... teeth. And we he get shoots, to see it again. <laughs> he shoots his taser teeth into uh into Thrust and takes him out. And uh he lands and he's like, sweet dreams, exhaust pipe. Again, thank God nobody else is around. <laughs> thank God Black Arachne is dead, so she doesn't have to hear these jokes. And then we, but, but indeed, we get to now get a a trippy uh, death scene. Yeah, yeah, we're in, we're in inside the Matrix. We cut away to inside the Matrix slash the spirit. She's going realm. towards the white light. Yeah. She she's floating in a white light, and uh, Gary Primal is there. Yeah, uh, indeed, she's like, "What are what are you doing here?" And he basically the gist of this is he's like, "Yeah, I I'm here because I have a link with the Matrix because of my connection to the Oracle, but if you're here, that means your spark must have left its body." And she's like, wait, I'm dead? And he's like, guess so. Yeah. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> and uh, she kind of flips out? Yeah, she flips out. And she's like, no, I don't belong here. I don't belong here. And she tries to, like, run away. And that apparently, while this is going on, Night Scream is actually, like, using the spark chamber and is, like, trying to, like literally just like physically shove her spark back yeah, into her body. Yeah, it's floating and he's like, come on, 
get in there god damn you like trying to push it into her chest and it's yeah it's not really it's not working and as black arachnia's spark in the matrix freaks out because she freaks out and she's like no uh, i need to get out of here and she and she flees and when she flees uh irl her spark runs away it fucks off and like flies around the city and night scream chases it chases it and then uh gary primal is like no calm lady, down lady calm your tits <laughs> calm your tits lady your friends are out there waiting for you they're trying to help you and she's like Oh, okay, basically, and calms down. <laughs> and then Night Scream like puts her back into her body and she wakes up. Yeah, I just like that. She's like, Hey, thanks, kid. And she's like, Oh, um, what does he say? Um, it's the least I could do to repay you for babysitting me because she calls him kid all the time. Yeah, well, and I and think I, I like think in, I like that. I think in part one when they were initially paired off together. Um, it was a couple of weeks ago now, but in part one of this three-parter, I think she made a comment about having babysitting duty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I... No, no, I, I recall I, it now. Yeah. And um, they don't really have a lot of time to go, holy shit, did you just come back from the dead? I feel like this is some serious business. Because... Um, Night Scream has a bad feeling about yeah. where the others are. And uh, indeed, when we do cut back to Cheetor and Rat Trap, they're still on these fucking archways. <laughs> yeah, and then finally the uh, the tank drones like are able to knock them over. Like dominoes. Yeah, like they dominoes. They knock one over and they all fall over because they kept jump just jumping back and forth. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and they fall. Yeah, they fall, and Tankor, like, rolls up on them, and Cheetor is, like, crushed, under, partially crushed underneath one of these archways, and he's like, he's like, no, Rhinox, no, don't do it, please, don't, no, no, please, please, no. It's your no, buddy no, Cheetor. No, not that. Not, not that. the face. <laughs> not the face. Not, not that, as he puts his hands over his crotch. Um, but no, he, guess... he's, he's like, no, uh, Rhinox, you got to remember, please, it's your old buddy Cheetor. And uh, Tankor, like, flips out. And screams. And... <laughs> and unexpectedly, we cut back to... Whoa, well, whoa hold up. As he's... As he's screaming, there is a brief shot of like a spark fly toward the camera. And then the screen transitions to Gary Primal walking. It's a cool transition to Gary Primal, like walking through a grassy field, dark grassy field. Whoa, I just did freeze frames and all of the, a bunch of images flashed at 1355 when the spark comes and it shows um, Cybertron. There are weather patterns on Cybertron, which is cool. There are like clouds over it. And as it zooms in, it shows an Earth-like planet right after the flash of Cybertron. And then it zooms in on Primal. Yeah, yeah. So Planet Energon. Or Cybertron before it was technological. Or it could be that. Although, 
In this case, I'm going with Planet Energon because of the fact that... Right, what he says. Because of something that uh, Gary says later in the I, episode. I just remembered, yeah. You're right, you're right. And yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, when we go to this, something odd is here. He's going through like a road on like a grassy plane and there's lightning. And do you see that the lightning, there's a different image. It, it illuminates like symbols in the, uh, the, this is like a, um, I don't know. It kind of looks like cornfield, like a cornfield. Like a corn and field. when the lightning flashes, the cornfield has like different Cybertronian symbols. symbols. Yeah. 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 And every time the lightning flashes, the symbols are different. I wonder what oh, it means. Shit. You know what? They I'm are gonna, different. You know what? I'm going to go to the Transformers wiki right now as we're recording. I just, you pointed out that they were different. And so I was yeah. like, what? And I just like saw it and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's more. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to the, the TF He's going wiki. In, folks. I'm going in. I wonder if He's I can like, I wonder if I can share a screen. How does this Probably. work? Let's let's try it. <laughs> we're we're we we can figure this out. Share yeah, we screen. Can. We got it. Oh, there is a share screen option. Oh, that. Oh, that didn't work like I wanted yeah. it to. Uh, no, but we're we're here. Um. Okay. How Where do I? how yeah uh show thumbnail video show grid video show maximize <laughs> maximize the this is gonna be this is gonna be terrible for the audio listeners but uh, oh we'll, we'll read it out to them so we're we're figuring out how to zoom screen share and monkey around with this <laughs> and um we're on the uh the tf wiki Yep. Um, and uh how how I do I think... how do I go back? <laughs> Nobody that's, knows. That's that's the thing that I'm really wondering about. Well, while he is doing that, I I guess I can just continue with the scene scene. Or does that distract you? Uh no, go ahead, keep talking. I'll yeah. I'll try and figure this out. Yeah, so on the he, he's going through this like really high like cornfield grass and it's raining and in a clearing he encounters Rhinox. Like Star Wars like like it's interesting. It's nighttime, there's lightning, it's raining, it's very dramatic. And um yeah. Rhinox is there, like in Beast, not a tank or uh, Beast Wars Rhinox. Okay, Cal, what can you oh, see? Can you can you see the screen share? Let me jump to it. Uh, yes, you can see I the can TF wiki. Yes, sweet. Okay, hooray! We. Oh, we... I, I could as soon as you did it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I. All right, I I I was confused. But what I was, see it, is different than what you. Yeah, it was showing recording. something different on. <laughs> it was just showing my desktop wallpaper on my end, so I was kind of like 
Wait, what? Uh, yeah. So, did you okay. do you think you found anything? So I'm okay. So if you look at the um, the the screen share, which yeah. Uh, again, for audio listeners, this means nothing, but let's go to, I've gone to the TF wiki page for this episode and down to notes. Okay. Uh, continuity notes. Trust hand can detach. Trivia. <laughs> it um, looks like, it kind of looks like nobody has noticed or nobody has translated the um the message in the the light the cornfield lit lit by lightning um yeah the the tf wiki page makes no mention of what the uh the what the the text in the cornfield was oh okay whatever are we are we (laughs) Literally, the fall first upon people us? To, to take note of it. Does, th- does this? Have, do we have to figure out what this means? That seems like a lot more work. Do we have to get our uh, English to Cybertronian dictionaries out? It's one of those things where we're like, "Oh, we'll we'll do that and let you know, listeners." Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Will we? Now I'm curious if that's actually a thing. English to Cybertronian translator. Must be, right? There must be. Response. While he's looking for a transformer's alphabet or something. For an alphabet. Cybertronian uh, language. What is, uh, let's see here. Rhinox sputters something out. Cybertronics. Okay. He's, he groans and he says, trapped. Abandoned. And he like clutches his head. And Primal says, this is Megatron's doing. But I can help you. And Rhinox snaps back at him and he's like, hey, tell you what, Primal, you're going to stay the hell away from me. Then he cracks open a beer. Adjusts his trucker hat. And he's like, Megatron ain't the problem, you are. And we spent all that time thinking Megatron was this big old asshole, but it turns out, Primal, you're the motherfucker around here. The real big motherfucker. And you know what? Megatron's right. Yeehaw! Megatron bought me beer every night for six months in a row. Where the hell uh, were you? (laughs) Where do you think I got this MAGA hat from? (laughs) And Primal's just like, no, it can't... I don't believe it. No, it can't be true. And he's like, well, believe it, Primal. I haven't even had one beer, one drink yet tonight. And even even then, I'm still telling you that you're a big old prick. No, no, you you have to be drunk. You, <laughs> he spiked the, the beer. No, no, it's, this, this, is, this is Megatron's doing. And a really cool perspective shot 
changes as uh, the camera arcs and makes um, it shrinks down Optimus and makes Rhinox look like he's like going towards the heavens, like huge. Yeah. So as long as sparks, re- long as sparks remain individualistic, you know, we'll never come together and achieve peace. And he as long wrong. as you stay a monkey, the beast wars are going to continue. <laughs> there, I said it. <laughs> and if you're going to keep on being a monkey, then gosh da- dang it, I'm going to keep on being an uncle. I'm a tank now. Together, we're a monkey's uncle. Yeehaw! Fuck all y'all. <laughs> I drive better when I'm drunk anyway. It's <laughs> uh, initially why I wore, wore I don't that. even wear. I don't even wear a seatbelt. Seatbelts kill more people than they say. <laughs> uh, so yeah, outside of uh, Rhinox. Uh, Tank Knox, Rhinor. Do we like Tank Knox or Rhinor more? Both kind of don't roll off the tongue. Uh, Tank Knox. Yeah. Tank Knox. All right. So outside of Tank Knox's head, the uh, Black Arachnia shows up and like, like he's still like, he like wakes up and is like flipping out and Black Arachnia. Crush Cheetor. Yeah. And uh, Black Arachnia like jumps down and like puts him in uses a, her like, web to pull him away like Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Cheetor is like, "No, don't hurt him. It's Rhinox." And she's like, "Wait, what? Hold up. You sure? <laughs> Rhinox was smart." <laughs> I I know that that I I think that's funny. They're like, they're actually like. Wait, it can't be. Rhinox was a genius. And Tankor... Well... <laughs> Tankor is friggin' rotundo. functional. <laughs> it's like that they Tankor actually... Tankor is like, the least functional. <laughs> yeah. It's like that they actually point that out. They're like, wait a minute. Rhinox was a genius, and this guy's a fucking moron. <laughs> like, yeah. how could it be? I don't believe it. And, it can't uh, be true. Like, it can't be. They they eventually kind of they're like, hey, hey, buddy. They deal with his extra tanks, they blow them up, whatever. And they're like, calm down, buddy. Easy boy. Easy. We want to help you. He's like, oh, why would I want your help? That's right. It is me. It's Rhinox. Surprise, Yeehaw. motherfucker. <laughs> Cheetor, throw me a beer. And he's like, but are you sure you, you get ang- you seem angry when you drink nowadays <laughs> don't make me ask twice son <laughs> boy <laughs> get give me a beer and while you're at it uh grab grab me a, a fifth of whiskey to mix with it it's for chase damn it and uh the others are like hey hey we're actually here for an intervention <laughs> we're not bringing you beer you got to sit down and listen to us and he's like I ain't listening to nobody. And they're like, get him. <laughs> they fucking like actually jump on him. And Black Arachnia shoots her like Spider-Man and like grabs his legs and they hold his arms down. And he's like, oh. 
and Cheetor, and Cheetor is like, if he ain't gonna sober, if he's not gonna sober up, goddamn it, then we're gonna sober him up. We're gonna sober him up ourselves. And Rattrap's <laughs> like, wait a minute, are you sure? And, and Cheetor tells him like, yeah, like, uh, transform and do your like tail hack thing. Hack him, hack the bad away. Yeah, hack Put the bad away. Put your fingers down his throat. Make him <laughs> spew it up. And Rhinox is like, no, just one more. Uh, <laughs> we can't see you kill yourself, buddy. I could quit anytime I wanted to, damn it. I just don't want to. <laughs> Not for the likes of you. I don't have a problem. You do. <laughs> You're all organic and filthy, and I'm. I'm I can chug 40 beer just fine in the night. In this cool tank body. Yeah, the good thing about this new tank body is, like, I have no al alcohol tolerance anymore. Yeehaw. But I nope. can still drive at the end of the night just fine. <laughs> uh, and they're like, yeah. hey, wait a second. You're not Uncle Rhinox. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, so... <laughs> So 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 what actually happens is Rhinox like uh says that like basically says that he uh he's bad. He bad now. And they're like well, we Primal don't believe shows it. up. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he uh, stops the hack. Yeah, so they what they're trying to do is hack him uh because uh they say that um uh Megatron's corruption must have like reprogramming must have like completely corrupted his core yeah and they're like oh well if he's not going to listen to reason then we'll just reprogram him to bring and rat traps like oh i are, are you sure about this sure. and cheetor is like hey do you want our old friend back or not and at this moment i'm like oh man like, it's it's such a tough like moral dilemma and that's there's a le there's a lesson to be learned there now I'll, I'll mention it at the end of the the show um but yeah it, primal was like hey that's not what he shows up and says scratch that command so i guess i guess Primal's he's in charge back? again he's well immediately out of it. He, he was like belay that order rat trap and i'm like wait so so is gary in charge again because like last we heard cheetor was running the show mm -hmm. um and it was yeah. because he he didn't think uh primal was fit, fit to lead at that time yeah 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 yeah, yeah but, so the moral dilemma hey if we tamp tamper with his mind then we're no better with than megatron and part of me is like well yes but what if you're untampering his mind yeah yeah right what if you're just like in a way restoring restore, restoring a backup of the old rhinox it's been like 800 years since they've defragmented <laughs> rhinox like maybe maybe they can help him out there yeah restore a backup from usb or something right yeah and uh, but no they they let him go yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary Primal's like, uh, Tankor has made his choice, and uh, if we tampered with it, as you said, uh, then we'd be no better than Megatron. Uh, and he's like, let him go. And he says to uh, Tank Knox, like, I, I hope you'll see reason, basically. 
and Tagnox is like, is Goodbye, like, Goodbye, Optimus. Goodbye, Optimus. Next time I see you, we ain't gonna be friends. You better believe not, it. Not even if you buy, not even if you buy me a beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa, not even if we buy him a six pack? <laughs> this, oh, shit's not okay. Yeah, shit, shit's gotten serious. So, yeah, Tag Knox fucks off. Yeah, they, he peacefully leaves. So now, I feel like that's he's more dangerous now that he's been awakened, awoken. Uh, agreed. A hundred percent. Whereas uh, Tankor just kind of like screamed at his own drones <laughs> and like bashed his head against the wall. I'm like, uh oh. Uh, evil so, Rhinox. <laughs> yeah, evil Rhinox. We we saw evil Rhinox back in uh, season one of Beast Wars, uh, Dark Designs, written by a friend of the show, Ian Weir. And as we know that he's watching, so. <laughs> um, you guys uh, weren't with CNN? <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, we, we've seen evil Rhinox in that episode, so. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe some of that. Uh, I don't know. I'll talk about that more on a later episode. But maybe some of that, uh, some of that evil reprogramming that happened in that episode. Uh, maybe some of that stuck with him. You know. Hmm. Spooky. So we're back at the um, uh, whatever the maximal hideout of the moment is. The the ape cave. The, the, ape. <laughs> the ape cave. <laughs> it's one thing that annoys me about this show is that they don't have and like I get it. it. It makes sense, but it annoys me that they don't have like a stable base. Like I liked the fact that in Beast Wars they had the Axelon and then they had Arc Mountain. They and, had like, Arc they... Mountain. And the the setting um can become a character into itself. Like the is there one elevator on the Axelon Bridge, or are, are there two? <laughs> no. What, what are they going to do with the dinner table this week? Like, <laughs> yeah, the, the dinner table even made it out to Ark Mountain. <laughs> they salvaged did, the yeah. dinner table. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and how you, you can't get angry and flip the dinner table in the ape cave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that thing must have been flipped like nine times <laughs> in Beast Wars. Oh, at least, at least. Yeah. Um, so yeah, back at the ape cave, they're like sitting around the campfire singing Kumbaya, like an optimist is explaining that the, the matrix, the all spark, the spark that binds us all, which interesting that he says the, the word all spark. I think this might be the first time we've ever heard the word all spark used in transformers lore. Uh, the Allspark became a pl- was the MacGuffin of the first Michael Bay Transformers. Movie. I was gonna say, I thought that was, I thought that was just a Michael Bay movie. Thing. No, no, he he says the Allspark. Here. He does, yeah. I'm I'm right there, and I'm like, so this is. I think this hmm. is the first canonical time the the phrase Allspark is mentioned in Transformers. Hmm. Just cool. Um, but yeah, he's yeah, like, like so it. yeah, so the so the um the Allspark showed me that uh or the, the Oracle showed me that the, the Allspark 
or vice versa. I can't remember. Uh, transported us back to planet Energon in order to bring organic matter in our beast forms back to Cybertron to restore the organic or organic life onto Cybertron. And Cheetor is like, wait, like, was Cybertron even ever organic to begin with? And Gary's like, uh, yeah, we've seen the signs. Like, we saw that tree that Night Scream was like hanging out with that like you know got us all fucked up when we ate its see its fruit you know yeah it didn't affect night scream i got yeah huh yeah so, how could the tree have gotten there so uh gary primal is like this is my mission now not gonna fail this time gonna, yeah so he's gonna, gonna make out of it gonna make cybertron organic again he's got a plan Make Cybertron organic again. Yep. Go beast or go home. <laughs> go beast or go home. Or in this case, go beast and then go home. Yeah. Go beast and did. stay home. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And you know what? It's kind of... Fuck. I, I really like that. Because he's like, the beast wars were not fought in vain. The the Allspark needed us to go there to, to save Cybertron. And I'm like... This is actually good writing. Like, this is fucking... I'm stoked. Like, that's cool. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. I like that. And, uh... That's the episode. Credits. So, that's the episode. Johnny Appleseed the fuck out there and start planting trees, kids. <laughs> uh... All right, uh, do we want to talk about the our ratings? Yeah, yeah. Here on too much energon. We oh, hey, oh we have a rating system for the episodes, and it's a three-tier rating system. It is not enough energon at the bottom, then a sufficient amount of energon, and then too much energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Yeah. And for this episode... Yes. I... Hmm. I am going to give... I'm giving this episode a sufficient amount of Energon. I'm breaking the too much Energon streak for Beast Machines. Gets a sufficient amount of Energon from me. Um... There was way too much. Uh... Okay, so the reason what kind of brings it down for me is Cheetor and Rattrap spent way too much time on these arches. Like half the fucking episode felt like it, they were hiding on these arches, like as they were getting pushed over. <laughs> there was they spent way too much time, like basically being like, "Hey." Tankor, you're Rhinox. Remember, you're Rhinox. Yeah. Remember, like there are several scenes where they do that, and it's throughout just, the episode. Throughout yeah. the episode, yeah, it's like there. There's Remember, two... it's me, buddy, and it's like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah, 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 we get it. He clearly doesn't. Give it time, guys. Give it time. Mm -hmm. And um, I. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of uh, Primal's vision quests in general. 
Okay. Okay. But uh, and also, I think in the this episode, like it raises more questions than it answers, and not necessarily in a good way. Like, and maybe maybe they'll elaborate on it more in a, a future episode. But like, you need a really good explanation for me for why Rhinox would break bad. Because he mentions in the episode that he's like, yeah, like, I, I've spent this entire time inside Tankor's mind, like, trying to break free, and I've been watching and learning. And you know what? Megatron's right! He wanted more of an answer than... Yeah, and maybe we'll get it. I don't know. There, there's still a whole lot of Beast Machines left to go. Right. But It'd uh, be nice to dive be, into that more it would have been nice to actually get like some se semblance of an explanation for why rhinox has broken bad you know what how long how long has he been it, suffering what, why it, he agrees with megatron just it, a little bit yeah why more. he agrees with megatron yeah like what like what his actual like motivate what's the motivating factor for him to and i understand they're leaving us breadcrumbs so they can reveal maybe hopefully they can reveal hopefully. more about that later yeah so but... far to this show's credit so far this show has actually been good at explaining things that seemed like especially coming into this show from beast wars where it's yeah. like oh it's like oh why is this happening this question and more won't be answered on a future <laughs> episode of beast wars now this show has actually been pretty good at yeah. expl at actually explaining those like dangling plot threads so fingers crossed but yeah just a sufficient amount of energy on for me yeah um as for my rating i actually really like the idea of fate sending them to planet energon right and the idea that like though the beast wars weren't fought in vain and like everything has a meaning is very that again is very matrix like <laughs> right um black arachnia coming back from the dead felt unceremonious felt like that should have been a bigger deal than just get in there you son of a bitch and ramming her spark back into her body <laughs> um it is cool though. That was like a moment between Night Scream and Black Arachnia. But yeah, I feel like Black Arachnia's disembodied spark should have been something that actually like stretched out over an episode or two. So that you worry about where it goes or what happens to it. Yeah. And and Christopher and I are absolutely not about stretching things <laughs> out over multiple episodes. So when we say that, it's it's as like the B plot or something, right? Yeah. The, yeah. The, the something that's happening that's not the main focus of that episode. Um, and we complain that uh, Beast Wars, like seasons two, two especially, no, uh, no three, um, does that too much. <laughs> We're like, hey, folks, come on. I don't want another Rampage episode. <laughs> There's only like five episodes left. Um, so yeah, that felt kind of, like Cheetor and Rat Trap don't even know that Black Arachnia died. Kind of seems like a 
right? Like that was all happening somewhere else. Um, you just imagine, imagine that conversation the next day. So what'd you get up to? Oh, you know, I died and, uh, I was wa- like drifting through the matrix for a while. And I got like, to see like, that was cool. <laughs> they're like, what? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Got yeah, to hang fine. out in the matrix. It's real. It was fine. Optimus was there. So like, it wasn't completely awkward. Cause at least I knew one person, you know? Yeah. I didn't have to just stand in the corner and like, you know, you know, stare at my phone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so it'd be <laughs> be if that there was a bigger deal of that. Um the fight scenes slash chase scenes are shorter. So that's that's good. But by God, did they spend way too much time at the top of the cage? <laughs> right? And when yeah. they do finally fall, it's I, I don't know. It, 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 it It's no Mick Foley going off the top of the cage into, the into, into the announcer's table at the hands of the Undertaker. No, it certainly is not. And the thing is, there's lots of really trippy, great things I like. Lots of great things. Um, the sim- symbolism of the Maximals being plants that are being corrupted by, like, the, the, by technology. And, yeah. like, that is trippy and kind of like freaky um surprised that it's on like a like like a kid's show but this is already meant for more mature audience teenagers instead of kids um but yeah there's a lot happens that i really like and there are answers given but the build-up to it made it seem more hype than the reveal actually was like just shaking Rhinox being like, come on, remember for like 20 minutes. Doesn't, doesn't really. <laughs> it, this does feel kind of, this does feel kind of underwhelming as like the third part of a three-parter. Named apocalypse. <laughs> With an exclamation <laughs> mark, no less. <laughs> apocalypse, bitch. And it's like nothing really ends. There is no metaphorical apocalypse. So I just, uh... I'm okay with Rhinox being bad. I really like coming back from the dead, Black Arachnia. I like hacking. I liked the shocking, I know, Night Scream and Jet Storm battle and back and forth because they both have, one has better quips than the other. I'll leave it at that. But just, it's it's a high sufficient amount of Energon. Sorry, I had to talk myself through that. And I'm like, I, I want to like it. But I have to treat every episode as it's standalone, and it's the, we also the hype had, didn't build. We also had to break that that uh, too much energy on writing streak eventually. Yeah, and I'm I'm fine with that. It's not like this is like atrocious or terrible. Oh, and I no. did not dock the episode for Night Scream's terrible jokes <laughs> or I his mean, ghastly appearance. <laughs> his uh his appearance will uh, would definitely have a a rating. Or definitely have an effect on the rating of the series as a whole on the too much energy on scale. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Seven out of seven of seven out of ten energon cubes. Too much night scream. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the character. He just looks and does creepy things. <laughs> yeah. And says weird things. So uh, uh that's our first unanimous sufficient amount of energon for beast machines. Yep. 
Had to happen eventually, folks. Here yeah. we are. Here we are. That has been episode 60 of Too Much Energon. Uh, best way to support the show, patreon.com slash lazycomb, L-E-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, where starting at the $5 and up tier, you get hours every week of bonus preamble audio. There's also a $10 tier, which gives you our weekly news program, as well as our monthly show where we talk about the IDW 2021 Beast Wars comic book. And there's a $25 tier, which gets you a t-shirt, uh, gets you our monthly commentary track, which I mentioned earlier in the episode, mm -hmm. and it also gives you the ability to uh, pick a show for us to talk about on our other podcast that's currently going, the Laser Comb Podcast, where we comb through random episodes of classic TV shows with a fine tooth laser. Also, uh, wherever you're watching or listening to this, give it a like, give, give it a subscribe, Subscribe, blah. <laughs> Subscribe. Subscribe. Uh, give it a five-star rating. Anything. Helps us out with discoverability. Yeah. Also, if you like Beast Wars and or Beast Machines, and you have friends who like Beast Wars and or Beast Machines, uh, who also like podcasts, tell them about this show. Get them get them to join the, uh, the Too Much Energon universe. And if army. you have that uh, odd the friend who only likes the Japanese uh animated uh anime for beast wars tell we, them that we even cover that <laughs> we even cover that the uh the too much energy on faithful there you go that that that's what we can call our uh, yeah. our listener base the tme faithful yeah uh like it. if you want to follow us go to facebook.com slash too much energon uh or facebook.com slash lasercomb l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b uh, that's kind of the central hub for all of the shows that we do. Uh, so check that out uh, if you want updates on this and every other podcast that uh, we record, produce, yada yada. Uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter, or at Lasercomb. I almost said Twitter.com. I guess that would work, actually. Twitter.com slash Lasercomb. That's how it works, right? Yeah, <laughs> like but Facebook. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Twitter, you can follow the show at Lasercomb, or the at Too Much Energon, or you can follow me at Lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Cal, you are also on Twitter, yes? I'm one of those people that have an underscore in their name. Oh, so many syllables just to say underscore. <laughs> it's Neo vintage. underscore, yeah, vintage. Neo underscore Cal with a K. I don't know if it wasn't enough characters, like maybe it needs to be seven or more, or somebody else had taken it, but just NeoCal is one word, how I like to spell it. It was taken, or you need to have at least seven characters in Twitter. I can't remember. But That's every once in a while, I go on a site and somebody else has my name and I'm like, oh, I guess I have to be the underscore version. <laughs> I'll find you. <laughs> That and I will give you $50 <laughs> for that name. That, that, could be, that could be the name of your uh, autobiography. I guess I'll have to be the underscore version. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yeah, you, I, I like that. I'm writing that down. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not bad, actually. <laughs> yes, I have to be the underscore version. Uh, all right. Um we will be back next week with episode 61 of Too Much Energon, where we will be talking about the 10th episode of Beast Machines, Survivor. Bam.
Maybe I'll put that song in the at, at the end of that episode. Anyway, I think we're uh <laughs> I think we're <laughs> gonna get out of here now. I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I'm NeoCal. And until next week, I am transformed. And we are the Borg. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you.